but he knows the way I take. When he has tested me, I will come forth as gold. Job 23 verse 10. I wrote that verse in December 2022. <laughs> At a point in my life that I was questioning a lot. And today I'm going to do something very vulnerable. I'm going to be reading my last journal entries in the year of 2022 and my first journal entries in the year of 2023. So stay tuned. <laughs> now, this is just a little disclaimer. You're probably going to hear some pages flipping and I don't know. I really hope you find that soothing because I don't know. I think it's going to sound cute <laughs> for some weird reason. But yeah. So I'm reading the first one and this I wrote this in December 2022. Okay, so this is me writing to God and I'm like, Dear Papa, <laughs> today I woke up to your love. I woke up to you drowning my guilt in the well of your love. You said to me, I'm the beginning and the end. If you're pushed in the beginning, I'll be there to catch you at the end. Thank you, Jesus. I'm messing up again. I'm messing up everything again. And I just really need your grace. I need your strength. I need you, please. Every day I ask for your help, but I don't think I have the wisdom to accept it. Please just help me. I want to end this year very well. I want this year to end very well for me and my family. My faith is shaking. I'm losing my faith. I really need to believe you more than ever. Every day I wake up with regret. I really want to trust you, but it's so difficult when I can't trace you in any of the events taking place in my life. Please just guide me because I don't know anything. Help me to hold on, please make something beautiful of this life that I have given up on. And then I proceeded to write down the verse that I read in the beginning, which is Job 23 verse 10. And I think that was just God speaking to me at the time, right? And then from there we move to, <laughs> to January. Now this was me talking, thanking God for the year and saying that I don't feel any different, but I'm sure it's going to be a great year. Thank you for everything in 2022. You were really kind to me. And I gave my testimonies. But yes. <laughs> so this was me on the 5th of January in 2023. And I was like, dear God, thank you for an opportunity to be alive. Thank you for still breathing into me. Dad, I'm back to the same cycle, the same habits, the same thought process. I'm so scared that this year will be even worse than the last. I don't know what to say, honestly. I just really need you to help me help myself. I feel very helpless right now. I need you in my life. I don't know why I can't seem to do anything right. I'm turning 21 and I feel like a complete failure, a complete one. I feel like I'm going nowhere in life and I have nothing to offer. My phone is a distraction again and everything basically is. 
plates aren't washed my room is a mess i haven't done my skincare and i haven't washed my clothes why am i wasting my life like this god anyway i'm tired i really am and the year just started oh. <laughs> so these are a few of my journal entries and i'm reading them to you t today because I strongly believe that someone listening to me feels probably the same way that I felt during these times. I felt helpless. I felt like I didn't have anything to offer. And coming into 2023, I entered 2023 with so much hope that things would get better, that I would get better. I would finally do something that mattered, right? And I was scared. I was scared of what the year had for me and if I was ready for any of the things I was praying for. There were many things I was worried about when I was starting 2023. And I'm looking at myself now, you know, facing the end of 2023. And I realized that everything I was scared of, <laughs> in one way or another, God found a way to cause me to face my fears. I was scared at a point that I didn't have anything in my life to offer. And 2023 has been my biggest year when it comes to impact. In the matter of impact, 2023 has been my biggest year so far. I'm not even joking. <laughs> and I'm, I'm looking. But it has also been the year that I felt the most broken. At so many points in my life, I thought I wasn't good enough. I wasn't able. I wasn't ready. And maybe, maybe in so many cases and scenarios, I actually wasn't. But I am so grateful to God that he has never waited for me to be the best before using me. I'm so grateful to God for that. And you're wondering why I'm saying all of this. I'm saying this because there is so much to be grateful for. I'm not going to lie, there's so many things I wanted this year that I still didn't get. But why am I grateful? I'm grateful because I am alive to hope for a better tomorrow. I'm grateful because I still have an opportunity to dream again to fix the places that I messed up, to get a second chance. I'm grateful because my God is a God of a game, of another chance, of another opportunity. Let's try again. Let's go one more time. Let's do it again. And that's what every year is like. Every year is like an again from God. Every year, every day you are privileged to see is an again from God is God telling you again God I've given up on my life there's not much for me to do I wasted the entire year moping around and worrying about everything that I lost again but God I lost so much I made so many mistakes I I didn't get everything I hoped I would get again but God what about this and that and my family and the drama and everything that went wrong with my family, with my relationships, what about all of that? And God is saying, again. And I want you to change how you see your new year. I don't want you to see it as another opportunity for you to mess up. I don't want you to see it as another 2023, just with a different name. It's just with a different branding. No, this is an again from God. When you step into 2024, that is God telling you, again, my child, let's conquer this one again. 
Let's try and fix this issue again. Let's try and get it right again. The difference is that now there are new tactics, there are new things you have learned. You will have learned in 2023 that obedience to God is always going to be better than sacrifice. You would have learned in 2023 that you don't heal by sitting down and expecting everything to be all right. You heal by actively and intentionally pursuing healing. So I don't want you to look at 2023 like it conquered you, like it broke you and destroyed you. I don't know what your year was like. I don't know how many disappointments you've had to face. I know that 2023 wasn't all that. I promise you, even for me, it wasn't that year that I was like, oh my God. But then when I sit down and I look at things, I, I'm, I'm, I've actually been thoughtful these past few days and I realized that, man, God has tried for me. <laughs> God has been patient with me. This year, I went through a lot of emotional roller coasters. I went through a lot of things in my head and there's so many times I didn't think that I could handle them. But look at me, sitting here, recording, talking to you. It can only be God. This podcast is the most consistent I've been in anything, I promise you. And it can only be God. And I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful for the ideas, for everything. The, th- the, the truth is, if you can think, you can think. If you are thoughtful, you will be grateful because when you sit down, you will realize that truly God is worthy of praise. It has been the goodness of God that has kept you. Yes, things didn't go the way you thought, but it could have been worse. It could have been worse. Things could have been way worse than you thought. But look at you coming out of stuff that you thought would eat you up. Listen, if all you did this year was fight to survive, you are still to be grateful and you have still succeeded in something because there are many that couldn't fight that long. And this is not to capitalize on that. This is to let you know that you have done something. You being alive is proof that there is an again. There is another chance. So don't see God don't don't see God as this one that has just watched you fail another year and is just clapping like, mm-hmm, I knew you would do it, you see? I knew you would fail from the beginning. You need to learn how to enter every new year knowing that God is on your side. If God is with you, you will keep advancing. If God is with you, you will succeed. So you have to learn how to look at things as a victor. I don't want you to end 2023 thinking like a victim, thinking like the year just ruined everything. This year ruined my life. This year, I know that things may not have worked out. Some may have been completely terrible. This year may mark such grief for you that you can't begin to feel or think or comprehend. But you can't think like a victim forever. That's why we have new years. If God didn't believe in again, there would be no new day. There will be no new month. There will be no new week. And there will be no new year. But the Bible says his mercies are new every morning. So when you think you feel and you've exhausted them, don't worry. There is another morning coming. So when you enter 2024, don't see it as just another Monday. Oh, yes, we did crossover and everything is done. No. See it as your new morning. Another morning to experience his mercies. Another morning to start again. To re-strategize. I want you to use these last days of the year to really sit down with God and ask God, where did it go wrong? 
Remember, and I'm going to refer you to the episode Dream Again. This episode, I spoke about this. And I think you really should listen to that episode before the new year so that you can sit down and truly get the chance, get the time to dream again. I want you, you would like to, I think I'll advise you to divide different aspects of your life, your spiritual life, your relationships, your finances, your academics, your your ministry, you know, your mental development, your emotions. I want you to just divide these areas of your life, business and everything, career, everything, and then sit down, ask yourself, where did it go wrong in this area? What could I do to make things better? What did I do wrong? What did I do right? How do I get this working again? And then you you just add prayers and scriptural backing so that you get into the new year with knowledge, with superior knowledge on how to fix these areas and how to make things better. Do you understand? This is how you know that you are growing. Growing is not just when you become a master. It's when you have the desire to keep getting better. It's when you have the desire to keep getting better. God is a God of progress. He likes it when you progress, no matter how little it is, no matter how small it is. Last year, you would probably not be able to do certain things and now look at you doing them. Be grateful for the little things. Be grateful for the little steps you've taken. Be grateful for the little progress you've made. Maybe last year you were so depressed that you couldn't even... You know that kind of depression that makes you unable to do anything in the house? You can't even take your bath. You can't even stand up. And now you're finally doing that. You're finally taking care of your health more. You're finally taking care of your hygiene more. That is progress. And God is so proud of you for fighting. If no one has told you, I am telling you, God is proud of you for fighting. You have fought and you have won because you are still alive. The devil probably planned to take everything. But look at you, still alive. A little broken, but not so broken that God cannot fix you. And even when you are broken, you are in the hands of your God. So everything that seems to be messed up, you have a God who can restore. The joy that the devil stole, your God can restore. The peace that the devil stole, your God can restore because you still have life. You are still alive and God is so proud of you. 2023 has been a year, but you have to enter 2024 with a mindset that it will be better. 2024 will be the year of the new. When new things begin to happen, you have new beginnings. His mercies are new. Everything is new. You will enter 2024 and you will remember not the former things. Remember not the things that hurt you. Remember not the things that broke you. Look at the new thing that God is doing. Look at how he is fixing you. Look at how he is making you better. Look at how he is turning your life around. No matter how small and little it might seem, Look at what God is doing. Look at it. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. I think I said this in the last episode, that you have to learn to not let your circumstances dictate whether or not God is good. God is good. That is his character. His goodness is not with reference to the things that happen around you. His goodness is with reference to his character. 
So you should learn to thank him. You will say, God, I thank you. I thank you because you are good. I thank you because you are faithful. Learn to be grateful. Hey, that rhymed. <laughs> Learn to be grateful for everything. The new, the old, the small, the big. Learn to be grateful. And this is why I have an idea of how to document the process in your year. I think I saw my friend do this and I think I've heard a couple of things about it, about it and I'm about to, I think I'm going to start that. Okay, it's called a gratitude jar where every time something new happens, I'm just going to write it down and with the dates, something happens, no matter how insignificant it seems, if it's significant to me, I'm going to write it down and say on this day, this happened on this day so 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 and so person thanked me for this on on this day i got this amount of money on this day i passed this exam you write the dates so you put it in your jar fold it fold the paper put it in your jar so that at the end of the year when you're thinking oh what did i do with my life what happened you come back to your jar you open it and you see that wow <laughs> god has been good so i think that's a really good idea um a gratitude jar to be a good way to document God's goodness is another form of journaling. So me, I just want you to be grateful. I want you to have a grateful heart. I want you to see how far God has brought you. You have to be grateful. You have to be grateful because you are alive listening to me. You have to be grateful because God has so much in store for you. And gratitude is the attitude of a winner. Sound like that regular youth pastor. <laughs> But it's the truth. Gratitude is the attitude of a winner. If you want to get more, if you want, and not just to get more, you should be grateful because God has actually been good to you. You cannot look at your life and tell me that all God has been to you is wicked. You would be lying. I'm sorry. You would be lying. You would be lying. Think, sit down and really think, meditate. You will realize that God has been good to you. God has really been there for you. Things that you never thought you would come out of. You came out of them and you didn't even realize. There were things that you thought, this, this situation will drown me. I'm not coming out of this. I, I will never get over this. And you sit down and you see yourself now. You're over it. You didn't even realize when you got over it. That's how God delivered you. God delivered you in such a way that you came out and you didn't even realize. What about the things you didn't even know about? The things he did? The battles he won while you were sleeping you think it's a joke to sleep and to wake up no my darling it's not it's not a joke it's not a joke to sleep to wake up what about the ideas god gave you this year what about the things you were able to execute the friends you made even the relationships you lost what about the fact that this year you decided you want to take your healing more seriously and God has actually helped you so far? What about the, the fact that you actually moved into another level this year based on academics or something else in career? What about the fact that God blessed you with that relationship this year? What about the fact that somehow, some way, you thought that this financial issue would not be solved and somehow it got solved? What about the people God surrounded you with to help you in your time of need? What about the messages you listened to that at the nick of time when you thought you were going, you were about to lose your mind, you found that message, you found that song, you found that podcast and somehow you got strength again. When you thought you were losing everything, your strength came back. 
God has been good. I want you to say it. God has been good to me. And I want you to thank him. I want you to use the last few days of this year truly thanking God. While we do the dream again exercise, actually thank God. Actually thank God for all he has done, for all he has been. God has been nothing but faithful. God has been nothing but faithful. When you actually sit down and think about it, he has been good. To you, to your family, to your loved ones. Yes, there were some losses, but look at you, coming out of the fire as pure gold. I realize how God has used some circumstances to change me. I've become more compassionate because of my circumstances. The reason why someone can come and talk to me about certain things and I don't push the person away and I'm not foolish enough to look down on that person and say certain things. It's because of situations that I thought were going to drown me. I thought that God hated me, letting me go through these things, but the compassion, the fortitude that I have built, the reason I can speak to you like this, the reason I can speak and with a little understanding of what pain feels like and there's a level of compassion that comes out is because I know it, I have felt it. So somehow God has used my circumstances to build something in me that can be a river that flows to other people. So whenever I, I bring love out, whenever I show people love, it is genuine. It's because there is something, there is something that I have, there is something I have seen through experiences that I thought would kill me. God raised someone better than, better than the person I used to be. I have always said this, that, you know, many times we try to glorify traumatic experiences and make it look like, ah, trauma is meant to make you stronger. No, that's not the what doesn't they say what doesn't kill you makes you stronger but that's not always the truth it is god who makes you stronger in the midst of what could not kill you but try to kill you but by all means what doesn't kill you was designed to kill you in the first place it just didn't succeed and then in the middle of it god made you stronger what am i trying to say i'm not the person i am today because of the traumatic experiences that i faced i'm the person i am today because of the god who was with me in the midst of those experiences so trauma was not designed to make you stronger don't glorify it don't romanticize trauma make it look like it's such a good thing no no one should have to go through certain things in life ever no one no one right no one should have to go through certain amounts of pain it's painful but you went through that you came out stronger it's not because of that pain it's because of the god who helped you see how to use that pain and bring out the good in you because he said all things work together for good to them that love him and are called according to his purpose so that thing that was designed to break you god turned it around for your good god is good god is kind god is faithful all these things he is and i want you to learn how to thank god for everything no matter how little it is, there were things that could have taken your life and you know it. There are things that could have destroyed you. I was think I was talking to my friend today and I was like, and she was like, you seem pretty just cool about things. And I'm like, hmm, the me of two years ago would have probably been thinking of how to end everything for no reason. But look at me. Look at me thinking of, oh, let me let me plan for the new year. Let's do this. Let's do that. I'm excited. I'm excited not because not just because I'm excited because this new year is an again for me. 
it's an again for me i am excited at first i was overthinking a lot of things i'm getting older i'm doing this but i can see god use my life to mean something and i am excited about that i'm excited i'm walking deeper into purpose and i i didn't even realize it i didn't even realize that i was starting to live in answered prayers because many times when god answers our prayers they don't look the way we thought you know he doesn't always do things the way we expect him to and it's like did god really do this until you realize that wait a minute i prayed for this i'm living in it i have lived in so many answered prayers this year god has taken me out of my comfort zone and i'm still here standing (laughs) i mean what (laughs) god has been good god has made me smile this year God has made me laugh this year. God has sustained me. I think about the little times that I got to laugh with my family. And this, my family used to be people that I never thought I could spend so much time with and enjoy it. I'm getting older and I see how God is healing all of us in different areas. He's using each and every one of us to heal each other. And that is the mercy of God. I see the times that I would laugh with my friends We would laugh together, pray together, sometimes cry together. And God has been so good. I think many times we pay so much attention to the things we are looking forward to. We do not realize that life is happening right now. And you just should learn to live in it. And for this, I refer you to the episode, Learn to Live. That teaches you a lot. And I want to talk about something from that episode that I think I should tell you now again. I should remind you of. I want you to learn how to romanticize your life. I want you to learn how to document your life. So in 2024, I think we should do a little more of journaling, you know, maybe through pictures, through videos, romanticizing your life and journaling your life, documenting the events in your life helps you to be grateful and it helps you to keep accounts to an extent, knowing that, oh, this has happened. That has happened. I didn't even realize it. Oh my God, I'm finally doing this. This is finally happening for me. Document everything through audio, video, pictures, writing, however you want to do it. I just want you to learn how to live in the moment more, how to enjoy the company of the people around you. When you're sitting down with your friends and you guys are laughing genuinely, enjoying each other's company. When you're with your family and you guys are watching that movie together, enjoying each other's company. I want you to see it as God being faithful. And I want you to enjoy that moment and be grateful for it. Because moments don't last forever. They are meant to be enjoyed while they are there. Moments don't last forever. This is both good news. This is, this is good news, in fact, because it means that this moment is not going to last forever. But I have an opportunity to create another moment, another memory with this person. And if it's a moment that you wish never happened, you can be, you can be assured in the fact that it's not going to last forever. Right? <laughs> So I'm telling you now that as we're entering the new year, be grateful. Just be happy. We're, this is the last episode of the year. So just allow me to talk. I want to talk. But be grateful. Romanticize your life. Forgive yourself. Enter 2024 
not seeing yourself as the bad guy anymore reduce the self-hate i know that these things i'm saying it's easier said than done but it has to be said so that it can be done so yes i would say it to you reduce the self-hate you're not a bad person you just have some bad moments which everyone does you made some mistakes i get it but the fact that you can feel something as long as you have that guilt you you did something and you still have the ability to realize that you did something and feel bad about it it shows that you still have conscience and you still have a good heart and god wants to work on something inside of you conviction is a good thing conviction is proof that the holy spirit is still at work in you the moment you can no longer be convicted it means you can no longer be taught the moment you feel everything you are doing is right no matter what it looks like that's where there's a problem but as long as you can still be convicted as long as you can still be corrected, as long as you can still be told that what you did is wrong and you can feel it in your heart that what I did is wrong, God can still use you, you can still be taught. It means you are still teachable. And God loves teachable people because they're the easiest to work with. I mean, he's a teacher. The Holy Spirit is a teacher. Every teacher likes someone that's teachable, right? So, yeah. So, forgive yourself learn to laugh at yourself more learn to laugh at yourself more when you make mistakes it's not everything that is too serious life is not that i know there are christians and everyone's teaching us to be you know serious people to be yes but learn to laugh when you make mistakes that are you know casual mistakes oh you this thing fell from my hands oh i tripped it's not you don't always have to be serious and lock up and you know sometimes just laugh about it that's how you enjoy moments when you learn how to laugh at yourself, you learn how to give yourself more grace. So learn to laugh. Learn to enjoy life. I know that it's difficult to laugh when you make mistakes, when you've been used to an environment where every little mistake ended up in maybe verbal abuse or even physical abuse. You were beaten, you were beaten mercilessly at every slight mistake or you were talked down on at every slight mistake. You never had people around you that told you, okay, you made this mistake, it's okay, this is how to do it. You were never corrected in love. So it's difficult for you to even correct yourself in love. Whenever you make a mistake, you always feel the need to beat yourself up because of that. But you need to heal from, a, from all of that. You are safe now. You are safe now. And it may not feel like it, but you are. You are safe now because now... You are in the arms of God. You are in God's hands. He knows what he's doing with you. God is not going to beat you up because of your mistakes. He knows how to correct you in love. In sincere love. And not everyone is out to get you and to beat you up. When you make mistakes, learn to laugh about them. I know that not every mistake is very light and everything, but I'm saying those little things that just go wrong. When you've tried everything, just learn to laugh and say, you know what, I'll get it right again. I'll try again and I'll get it right. I don't know why I'm saying this, but yeah. <laughs> but by all means, I want you to remember not the former things. Do not remember the 2023 that broke you and hurt you. Like I said before, it is difficult to take hold of the new if you are so so used to holding the old if you are still so engulfed and taken aback by the old you cannot look at the new the new is what god is giving to you the new 
is where God's mercy is, right? So you need to learn to focus on the new. You will not be able, you need to stop seeing 2024 as just another 2023 that's going to be wrong. Mm -mm. This is another chance. This is an again from God. This is the new. For as long as you are holding on to the mistakes and everything that went wrong in 2023, you will never be able to see what could go right in 2024 and beyond. I wish we could see just how infinitesimal our lives are in comparison to God and his eternity. You would realize that everything that you are holding so dear, everything that you think is such a problem that is never going to end, <laughs> it's like it's like a millisecond in God's eyes. So forget about everything that was lost and focus on what you have now. God is not so interested in what you lost. He's not as interested in what you lost as he is interested in what you have left. It is what you have left that he will use for the miracle. Remember the woman in the Bible, the widow in the Bible that was about to lose her son because they had nothing left. And she was telling the prophet, everything we have is gone. And the prophet asked her, what do you have left? I know you lost everything. I know you lost your husband, your money, everything. What do you have left? And she's like, oh, we have a little bit of oil. And he says, that's enough. And God, that's that's what God is saying to you. Oh God, I lost my job. I lost this. I lost this person. I lost this relationship. I lost. And God is saying, what do you have left? Well, I still have my life. That is enough. I still have a little bit of hope. That's enough. I still have that mustard seed faith. The faith that I thought was huge before. I'm not going to lie. It's shaking. But do you still have some faith? Yes, that's enough. Bring it. That is what God is saying to you. What you have left is all he needs to change your life. God is not going to ask you for what you lost. He's not going to ask you for, for what you don't have. It's what you do have that he will use to change your life. This is how God makes miracles out of men. So all you have may be a little bit of oil. What God would say is, it's fine. The oil is enough for me. Watch what I do with that oil. As long as you have capacity to believe the containers, bring containers and just keep pouring the oil. You will see. It will never run out. For as long as you have enough containers, you have enough oil. For as long as you have enough faith to believe, you have enough. For as long as you have enough strength, you have enough. For as long as you keep building capacity to believe me, watch what I do with the little that you have. Watch what I do with the little that you have. Just allow God use the little and create big things for you through the little. So my beloved, you don't have to cry about what was lost. Instead, be grateful for what is left. And there is always something left. God never leaves his children without anything at all. You're the only one who thinks there is nothing at all. Or you've forgotten that you have a mind that can think. And that is enough for God. God, I don't have money. God, I don't have advantage of rich parents. God, I don't have a rich uncle. I don't have much in my life. But do you have a mind that can think? Yes, I do. Good. Because it is what? It is above and beyond what you can ask, think, imagine that I am willing to do. So if you can think, then I have something to work with. Now watch what I do with your mind. It is that mind that when it is renewed, transformation comes. So you just keep on building your mind. You don't have to have all the answers now. You don't have to have the money. You don't have to have the advantage of rich parents. You don't have to have the connection that you think you need. 
this mind that you have, if you can give it to me, if you can yield your mind and everything within you to me, watch what I do with it. Watch what I do with a life that is given completely and recklessly abandoned to me. Again, I am telling you, this is a prophetic word. 2024 is the year of the new. New beginnings, new openings, new relationships, new chances, new opportunities. And the only way you can grab hold of the new is if you let go of the old. And we're going to talk about this probably in the next episode. And the next, I'm going to make that funny joke now that we always make. Oh my God, you're going to have to wait till next year to, to hear the next episode. <laughs> I'm going to make that joke, that whole joke of, oh, did you see me? The last time I saw you was last year. And you know, it's, I like it. <laughs> but really, that's we're going to discuss more of this in the next episode. But please, by all means start decluttering your mind start getting rid of the old the bible says that you should lay aside every weight i think you have been carrying unnecessary weights and that's why you feel so heavy these weights have held you down the weight of your past the weight of pain the weight of anger and bitterness against the people that hurt you lay it aside enter the new year ready to grab the new You need your hands to be free if you're going to take hold of anything new. As long as your hands are still grabbing onto something that isn't really yours. As long as you still want to grasp something that doesn't doesn't belong to you anymore. That doesn't glorify God. You will never be able to hold on to what God has actually given you. Remember I've said this before. So 2024 is the year of the new. And I want you to believe this. I want you to know. That indeed God is set to do new things in your life. But you have to focus on him now. Take your eyes off everything that hurts you. Be grateful. Be grateful for the experiences you've had. Because somehow God has used those experiences to make you the person you are. And you are not what trauma made you. You are what God is making you to be. You are not a bundle of pain and trauma and sadness and heartbreak you are what god is making you to be many times we forget our identity and define ourselves based on what we went through oh i'm just a depressed and an anxious person oh i'm just someone filled with daddy issues and mommy issues and everything no you are what god is making you to be and this is not disregarding your circumstances when i tell you to forget the old i am not disregarding the things you went through and making it seem like they never mattered or like what you went through did not matter. I'm telling you that compared to what God is doing, compared to what God wants to do in your life, the things that hurt you shouldn't matter anymore. Yes, there is pain. Yes, there are scars. But for how long will you keep defining yourself based on the things you went through and based on your scars? I have told you in the past that you do not let your scars define you. You redefine your scars. So the things that hurt you should not define you anymore. You need to learn to look at God with new hope, with faith, knowing that God is really set to do much more in your life. Yes, you were hurt. You need to learn to acknowledge it. And this is bringing me to something else. Many of us don't know how to acknowledge that we actually went through pain and that what happened to us really hurt. And until you're ready to do that, you won't heal. So it starts with acknowledging it. Yes, I was hurt. This breakup 
hurt me. This friendship breakup hurt me. Losing this job hurt me. Losing this person hurt me. But I am ready to open my eyes and open my heart to the new. I choose to see all my pain as old and everything that God has for me as the new. So in 2024, I embrace the new. When God is giving you new things, new love, new friendships, new hope, new jobs, new opportunities, do not run away from them because of trauma. Do not let the unhealed parts of you reject what God is doing. Open your heart, receive, and know that God is giving you this. And every good and perfect gift comes from God. So you will receive it. When God is giving you love, receive it and give back. When God is giving you so many things, receive, receive, learn to receive. Many times we get, God is giving us things, but we don't know how to receive. And we, we do not understand that in, in, in the giving of gifts, there is a transaction. It is a giving and receiving thing. If I give you a gift and you do not stretch out your hand to receive it, there is no reception. I can't give it to you. You can't get it from me. So yes, I'm giving it to you, but you're not getting it because you're not receptive to it. When you start to learn how to, how do I receive, you open your heart. You open your heart, you open your mind, you tell yourself and tell God, I am ready to receive. I'm ready to receive everything you have for me. I will not reject anything you have given me because of trauma, because of the pain, because of the fear that I don't deserve any of this. I will receive. I will receive everything and i will allow you breathe new life into me in 2024 i embrace the new you say it to me in 2024 i embrace the new repeat after me in 2024 i embrace the new that is what i want you to do and so i'm going to be praying for you from the depth of my heart I pray that everything that hurt you in 2023 will remain in 2023. You will not carry pain into 2024. You will not enter 2024 in tears. The favor of the Lord will be upon you. God will shine his light upon you. You receive the grace to arise and shine because your light has truly come and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. I pray that God helps you in this coming year as we end this year, God will give you fresh visions. God will reveal himself to you in new ways that you would never have imagined. God will, God will open you up to new relationships. I pray that your relationship with God will continue to get better. Your relationships with people will improve. God helps you to achieve all that you want to achieve. No longer will you be known as bruised, battered, or broken. You are renewed. You are refreshed. A new life has begun. You will no longer repeat the same cycles. I decree and I declare that every cycle is broken. Every cycle is broken. Everything that has held you down is broken. Receive the grace today to embrace the new. Receive the grace today to embrace the new. Everything that hurts you is behind you. Everything, God, the Bible says that God has placed everything under your feet. I decree and I declare that circumstances are under your feet. Situations are under your feet. 
you are no longer a failure no longer will you be known as a failure you are a victor not a victim you enter 2024 with a healed mindset with a renewed mindset you will not go back to the same cycles you will not break you will not be destroyed you will not be taken away your joy will not be stolen your peace will not be stolen in every situation of your life you will see god you will see god never will you be stranded in life in the mighty name of jesus thank you father for in jesus glorious name i have prayed amen and finally i must do this if you have not been saved if you know in your heart you are not sure of your salvation or maybe you got saved and you you have not been consistent the truth is that you didn't take it very seriously this is a chance to give your life to christ or to rededicate your life to christ and start again like i said 2024 is the year of the new it would be wrong of you to enter the new year not having jesus in your life where will you get the new from everything in life that does not have christ in it will be stale and broken it's simply not worth it so why not come to Jesus and let Jesus wash you and make you new the Bible says that he that is in Christ is a new creature all things every old thing has passed away all things have become new this is the year of the new if you want to rededicate your life to Christ or Give your life to Christ for the first time. Why not say this prayer with me? Father, in the name of Jesus, I come to you today as your child, ready to embrace the new life you have given me. Today, I confess that you are my Lord and I confess that you are my personal Savior. I accept you into my life and I receive the life you've given me. Today, I choose to love you. I choose to receive your love. I choose to embrace that which you have for me. Thank you, Lord, for the life you have given me. Today, I embrace the new. Old things are gone and the new has come. Thank you, Jesus, for your love. For in Jesus' glorious name, I pray. Amen. If you said that prayer, please reach out to me. I want to congratulate you because you have begun a new life. The new has begun in your life and I am so excited for you. So please, if you have said that prayer, do not hesitate to reach out to me on Instagram at withlove underscore or via email at withlovewora at gmail.com. And if you really want to reach out and talk to me, why not? Compliments of the season. Let's talk. Let's get to know the plans you have for the new year, the struggles you've been having. How do you plan for the new year? Any questions you want, you want to ask, really? I'm available and I'm here. I really like it when you reach out to me. It means a lot to me. And I want to use this opportunity to thank you. This podcast started this year and the growth has been amazing. It has been organic. It has been real. And trust me, I see you. The ones listening, the ones sharing. I just want to thank you. Again, I will say this, that it means a lot when people believe in you enough to not just listen to what you have to say, but to tell other people that, hey, you need to listen to what this person has to say. It means a lot to me. You have no idea. I do what I do because you listen to me. I know that we like to say, oh, it doesn't matter, but people matter. If there was no one to listen to what I have to say, then really what's the point, right? 
but I do what I do because of you. God called me to do this because of you. And I'm so grateful that this year I have been able, you've given me the privilege, you've opened your heart to me to, you know, help you in your healing journey. And somehow I have been able to make impact or do something. And I just want to thank you for allowing me to be a part of your life, allowing me to be a part of your healing journey. It means so much to me. And I really pray that next year we do more, you know, fresh word, fresh fire, fresh anointing. I'm really excited for that. I'm really excited for the new. <laughs> so yes, don't forget 2024, the year of the new. And I remain your... Wait, I don't, I don't usually say this, <laughs> but I'm going to say it. I remain your lovely host, Wura. <laughs> That's new. <laughs> hey. But anyway, thank you so much. I love you very much. I really do. And please reach out to me, okay? I love you. With love, Wura. <laughs> <laughs>